what's up, you crazy people? It's Tuesday, which means it is Monday's Hangover. We'll get into a couple of things we did not get to yesterday. There was so much, so much going on um, at this point in time. Apparently, Kevin McCarthy has decided to officially go forward with an impeachment inquiry. We will talk about that a little bit and see what that means, what the results will be, and what the ramifications are. And I will use it as an opportunity once again to tell you guys that I am right, always. I am always right. Uh, we'll talk about that first. Uh, yesterday, as you know, was uh, 9-11. We commemorated the uh, 22nd anniversary of that tragedy. And Joe Biden, yeah, he claimed that he was at ground zero on 9-11. Um, but uh, his own book says he was in D.C. Even Joe Biden thinks Joe Biden is a liar. Yeah. In a now deleted post, Joe Biden thanked the Vietnamese president uh, while showing a photo with another Asian leader. Yeah, apparently he thinks they all look alike, uh, which actually I'm jealous. Like, I wish I could just fix Joe Biden's mistake with a delete button, too. That'd be fantastic. Kevin McCarthy, as I said, is uh, he said that impeaching Joe Biden could be the next logical step, which marks the first time the words Biden and logical are in the same sentence. We'll see if logic wins out in this inquiry. Uh, Biden, of course, opened his uh, 9-11 speech in Alaska, by the way, with a joke about him being an All-American in high school. Yes, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, uh, you know, him and Shoeless Joe Jackson, I think we're on the same team. Um, yeah, stand-up comedy is just some, another thing that Joe Biden's bad at. Kamala Harris. Well, she seemed stunned when she was told that Donald Trump was the GOP frontrunner uh, in her defense. Biden, uh, he seemed stunned when he was told he was running for president again. Joe Biden, in a prisoner exchange, released $6 billion to Iran. The United States has given $75 billion to Ukraine. And in an unrelated story, New York City police officers are denied overtime pay due to budget constraints. That's the America we're living in, folks. Uh, and in the latest attempt at the Democrats' distraction tactics, they unleashed their latest, most aggressive distraction weapon, the Kamala dance video. Oh, just let your eyes feast on that a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Look at the fupa on that lady. Wow. People are saying, what's a fupa? Ask. Just ask. Uh, Kamala's dance looked like she had no idea what she was doing, but tried to bluff her way through it. I think that dance is called border control. <laughs> could be called an interview uh could be called the vice presidency just bluff your way through everything and if kamala's pants go any higher north uh, we're going to be putting them on a bus to new york look at that those are illegal damn it uh she looked in the mirror before she went out and it said i'm gonna go get my groove on i'm gonna go get my groove on uh i was in the gym uh this morning and uh yesterday morning i tell you guys that story I posted a video about it on Facebook today and on Instagram. Go follow me at Watch Chad. I was, I was in the gym working out, and this, this little short, fat couple comes walking in with their meal. Yeah, I told you that, right? And I posted a video about that this morning, about that story. And I was thinking about just how gross people are. And I was like, you know, now this was a black couple. I had to go this morning to Quest Diagnostics to do a blood deal. They, they had to draw some blood, do a blood, blood work, uh, see if I'm going to live. And um, I, I just I was reminded again how black people, by and large, so many of them still wear masks. 
Like, wherever they go. I, like, I don't understand. What's going on? I want some black people, bona fide black people, not Kamala black people. I want real black people. Not Obama black people. You know who you are out there. You're black. And uh, we're friends. And we love each other. I can ask you this question because you know where I'm coming from. And you know my heart on this. But I want to know, why are black people still wearing masks all the time? What's the deal? I went to... Um, Texas Live the other night to watch the Dallas Cowboys game. Well, I didn't go to watch the Dallas Cowboys game. I just happened to be there and I walked in because the Cowboys game was on. Still with the masks. What's with the mask? What's going on? Do you know they're finding the plastics that are in those masks? They're finding it in people's lungs now. It's disgusting. Like that's never happened before ever in human history. All the thousands of years of human existence, man. And we decided in the 21st century, just decided to mask up and breathe that plastic and dump, I don't know what, 450 billion tons a year of that stuff into the oceans. It's ridiculous what we got going on. Uh, and justifying it. But I want to know how you justify it. I want to know why. So go to where you listen to a podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, if you will. Leave a rating and a review. You don't like me? Leave one stars. Although that's a sham and you know it. Five stars is what we deserve. But leave a review. And I want you to tell me why are black people still wearing masks like they are? I mean, I understand people in California, they're still wearing the masks. A lot of people are still wearing the mask. It's disgusting. But why so many black people? You know, what George and I were chatting about this before, and I don't know specifically black people in general, but I think a lot of people just are broken in that regard. Mm. And like I don't I don't think they ever turned off their 2020, 21 kind of routine. I think yeah. it I think it became a routine and I don't like I don't think those people will ever go back. But like that's a person who puts on a condom and says, I love this. Yeah. I want to wear this forever. They just wear it around the house. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what? Get up in the morning, slip a condom on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I've tried to think what would need to be shown to them. <laughs> like, well, to get them to stop. And I, I don't think there's anything. Really. I, I'll tell you this. Don't turn the camera off of you yet. Cause I want this input. I was watching a weird reel at like three o'clock in the morning. Cause that's what I do. Uh-huh. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, see if the world's blown up. Yeah. And I'm usually up from three to five. Uh, but I saw this reel of this of these people. It was like, why not to chew your fingernails? And they were like digging under people's fingernails. And I've often I, I showed some I showed my kids this experiment a long time ago. You'll get more crap, more bacteria under your fingernails than a public toilet. Mm-hmm. You can do the test. But they were showing under a microscope the shit that they dug out from people's fingernails. Yeah. And people chew their fingernails. And it's like, you watch that video, the little worms crawling around. Oh. You'll never do it again. Yeah. Oh. The human body is pretty disgusting. It's yeah, it can be. Oh, it certainly can be. I mean, I mean, we breathe out trash. That's our exhaust. Yeah. yeah. We shit out our waste. Yeah. We pee out our, yeah. you know, our liquid excess, our waste. Uh, our body is constantly filtering out the things we're not supposed to have in our body. The logic of putting a mask on your face so I can now breathe that back in. Yeah. Is disgusting. Yeah, I never knew how people got over smelling their own breath. That uh, for me, I did that, and I was like, "Well, this can't be good. It smells no. horrific." No, so so I'm t- I'm with you on that, Brandon. I think that people got broken. Like it gave them an excuse to maybe yeah. hide or whatever. But it's literally like you know, every morning I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna take my multivitamin, and I'm gonna pinch the reservoir tip and slide the condom down my penis, <laughs> yeah, and be like, I'm ready for the day. Yeah, 
I'm going to Quest Diagnostics to give a little blood. Yeah, and then they get mad because you're not wearing your condom. I know. Where's your condom? Yeah. You walk in the clinic. Are you, uh, we have a whole box of condoms over there if you'd please slide one on. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not putting a condom on. I'm freeballing, mm-hmm. baby. I'm freeballing. Good yeah, point. I don't know. It's, it's a mystery. It's a good point. If you want some other clever insight on life and how things should be, and I will tell you how to live, uh, come to my shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday night in Kansas City. It's actually south of Kansas City. The Comedy Club of Kansas City, it's, it's down south, right on the, right the Missouri-Kansas border, that club is. Come on. Hang out with us. Uh, five shows, and there's still some tickets left. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. You don't have to mask up. You don't have to condom up. I mean, I mean, listen, I am condom choice. Okay. I am, I am, I am a pro condom choice. If you want to wear a condom, knock yourself out. Like I was in Quest Diagnostics and a gay couple came in and I'm pretty sure they probably should have used the condoms. I think I can guess what they were getting tested for. Yeah. I'm reasonably (laughs) certain based off of the mumbles and the, mm, the buzz over there. I could put two and two together. Yeah. See, people, people don't like that when we're honest. I like, I, like, people say that's not politically correct. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but gay guys, that tends to be the demographic, gay men specifically, that get the viruses. Well, the, the problem with the truth sometimes is it's not politically correct. Right. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. Right. So I made the video about going to the hotel the other day and the fat guy coming out at 11 o'clock <laughs> rubbing his eyes. And I had somebody that said on my video, do you have to fat shame? One word response. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Because uh, it's the truth of the story. And it actually not only makes it funny, it gives you an image of what I was dealing with that this fat tub who's back there at 11:30 who has a job that he's supposed to be awake for at night is so lazy and so gluttonous that he couldn't stay awake for his job i mean he had a throat beard for crying out loud you know what a throat beard is it's like when you're so fat that the beard can't grow on your face because it's literally pulled all of your face skin down here like some humanoid goiter from eating too many cheeseburgers and you're like you're fat shaming i think you know well you're killing yourself so maybe a little shame will do you some good maybe i don't know a little embarrassment a little blushing a little conscientious uh, embarrassment how about that let's bring it back let's let's bring back a little you know a little element of bullying and and then the the, the beauty of bullying and shame is it teaches people how to have tough skin to deal with it And I'm not talking about, oh, I've got a kill list. I'm going to go over here in 86, everybody, with a rifle. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, teach your kids how to process a little bit of rejection so that they're not, you know, oppressed victims because somebody, you know, whatever, misgendered them. I mean, could you imagine? I I had dinner last night. Cool little restaurant uh, up in Frisco. It's a speakeasy, actually. And I got to talking to the person there with me and, and, um, we were talking about pronouns. I said, imagine the level of weakness you have to live at mentally. That the biggest thing, I mean, all the stuff going on in the world. Um, the, Russia is now threatening a nuclear, I mean, they said there's going to be a nuclear strike in America. All the stuff that we face from the economy to the uh, caterpillar in chief who shits himself 
to just the craziness in America. And the, the thing that really breaks your back is that somebody used the wrong pronoun. Used the wrong pronoun. And that friend, the person was telling me that she went and got, to, she went and got her hair done and she was recently engaged by, the, the, the hairstylist was recently engaged. And she said, she asked her, she's like, how did he propose? She said, they proposed by, and she kept, she said, well, was it, did he make it romantic? She goes, well, they did. And she said, finally it hit her that she kept referring to her other as a they. Yeah. And uh, finally she pulled up a picture and her they was a she. <laughs> so. See, this is, this is part of where they lose people. It's just like, all right, you. You've turned what used to be basic math into like algebra. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it doesn't need to be this hard. Yeah, it's like my buddy Reno Collier's got a great bit about math. He was a math teacher before he was a comedian. And he was trying about, he's like, algebra don't make no sense. He's like, you got an A and a B and an X and a Y. He goes, that's not math. There's yeah. no numbers involved. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like, we're, we're talking about gender specific things. Uh, you're talking about stuff that, like, these are terms that shouldn't be involved at all. And you want everybody to bow to that. And if they don't bow to that, your feelings get hurt. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I fat-shamed him. <laughs> <laughs> I fat-shamed him. Just like the people that came in with their breakfast into the gym. That's as gross as going into a public bathroom to eat your food. A gym? Are you serious? Yeah, did they at least, like, eat while they were on the treadmill? They didn't eat at all. They came in and got pissed off that I was working out, and I guess I was messing up their dining room. <laughs> they, they walked so in they like, left. They walked in like, wait, what's all this equipment? We thought this was the dining hall. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what kind of scam you guys are running here, but <laughs> you're going to have to go eat in your room. But they looked at me like I was supposed to be working out in my room. But either way, uh, gosh, I didn't mean to go to all those places, but... It was fun. Uh, hey, guys, you got to clean your guns. You hear me talk about it every day on this show. Please clean your guns. You may need them. <laughs> you may need to use them one day. And uh, you don't want to be cleaning your gun before you have to pick it up to use it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways you can clean your guns. Uh, you got the patches. You got the rope cleaning elements. Those things don't do as good. That, that's, that's old school. I'm, I'm ready for you to go new school, new school, baby. What was it Oliver Anthony says? Uh, talking about... Uh, living in a new world when you whatever with an old soul old soul yeah yeah well, i'm gonna get, i'm gonna teach you some new school stuff for your old soul all right use barrel buddy it's a better solution barrel buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel you push it through on the rod you see like that on the video right there it'll clean the rifling grooves inside your barrel comes in all the sizes you need to match any caliber firearm you may own it's composed of polymers that don't leave behind the residual particles and so it's safer it cleans by scrubbing and collecting the stuff in there it just gets the goop out it absorbs the remaining residue it buffs the interior surface clean you lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it it's beautiful so clean your guns it's an important part of being a responsible gun owner and barrel buddy's a new concept it's a better concept it's an easier safer way to take care of your firearms so get some today you're gonna love them go to barrelbuddy.com that's barrelbuddy.com be right back <laughs> You know, when I do this show and I, and I talk to you, it's, 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 it's more than me just trying to be a talking head here. There really is a point and a method to the madness. So I want you to listen for a second because, uh, and you in the live chat, those of you, hey, fact pack, I want y'all to listen up. Listen up. I'm talking to you guys. 
Stop saying hi to each other. Yeah, we know everybody knows you're in there. Stop your social hour for a second. Uh, listen to me for a second. I is I point out a lot of the negative things that are going on in our world to make fun of it, right? Because I believe that you can change culture by, culture by, as I said earlier, if you want to shame it a little bit, you want to bully it a little bit, but you should mock it and ridicule it a little bit because you should see that what you're doing is, is not a good path and it actually leads to a dangerous and destructive way. So we point out some of the negatives that are there. But on the flip side of that, I want you guys to actually think about these things and go, hmm, what has led our culture to embrace such stupidity? <laughs> what what has led our world uh to to look at this stuff and and find it acceptable now most of you in your heart of hearts would say i don't find these things acceptable but yet we continue to allow them it is an affront to human decency case in point as i referred to earlier joe biden who is in alaska who broke precedents uh for the last 22 years, every president has either visited a 9-11 site, Pentagon, Ground Zero, uh, Pennsylvania, or been at the White House, at least in D.C., where, you know, where that tragedy actually occurred. So <laughs> Joe Biden was in Alaska, and it was amazing to me how many people on Twitter were defending the fact that he was Alaska in Alaska. And... Um, it's, it's an amazing stretch that people, you know, try. But here is the, the, quote, joke that Joe Biden attempted at the beginning of his speech. Play that clip. Governor Don Levy, it's good to see you. Governor and I have something in common. We're both from Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I wish I had him playing in my high school ball club when I was playing. But I would have, could have been an All-American having you in front of me. Yeah, no one cares, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, if, if he had been playing, I could have been an All-American. Man, I could have thrown that ball a quarter mile. <laughs> I could throw that ball over them mountains right there. If I, back when I was 17 years old, I was playing football. And I, if coach would have put me in, we'd have gone to state. We'd have won state, coach would have put me in. Uh, no one cares, Joe. But uh, Joe on 9-11, if the jokes weren't bad enough, uh, the attempt at humor wasn't bad enough, the pandering wasn't bad enough. Joe decides to allow for the transfer of $6 billion to Iran in a prisoner swap deal. All right. So freed five Americans being held captive in Iran in exchange for five Iranian citizens being held in the U.S. I don't have to remind you that Iran is the biggest state sponsor of, of terrorism on the planet. And Joe released $6 billion to them on the anniversary of 9-11's attacks. Um, now, I know what the Twitter rereads are going to say, but it can only be used for humanitarian trade. They've got to use the money specifically for humanitarianism. It's their money in the first place. We're just freeing up their money. Just like when Barack Obama sent them $7 billion in pallets of cash. It was their money in the first place. I don't give a shit if it was their testicles. You don't give it back. And if you are going to give it back and some kind of trade happens, you don't do it on 9-11. But again, when you've got an America, America last policy, that's the kind of things you do. And we tolerate it. 
We turn a blind eye to it. Ah, that's just America being America. That's just the government doing business. Joe knows far more about foreign policy than we'll ever, you know, dream of knowing. Joe Biden doesn't know. Joe Biden doesn't know how to wipe his own ass. He might have known at one point in time back when he was an all-American. But I'll tell you, that's the only thing all-American about Joe. I mean, you know, Joe, if you wouldn't send, he said, if you, Governor, if you'd been playing on my football team, I might have been all-American. You know, Joe, if you wouldn't send $6 billion to Iran, the largest state sponsor of terrorism on the globe, you might be all-American now. But no, you're not American. That's the whole thing. Joe Biden, not American. God, that's a T-shirt. Come on. I mean, Joe, Joe Biden, not American. Fuck. But it can only be used for humanitarian trade. Do you know what the Iranians, the Iranian government specifically, believe humanitarianism is? Blowing you up. To them, that's a service to the globe. That's actually doing the world good in their mind. They, they want you dead. You know, the whole death to America chant. Here's the funny thing about that. They mean it. They actually mean it. It's said with conviction. They, I mean, you know, you try to book a flight to uh, Tehran. <laughs> see if you can get there. See if American Airlines will fly you in. See, see, if you, see if you can go to Iran. You know, see if you can go to some of these places across the globe. Go visit. Take a vacay. And uh, <clears throat> see what's up. Yeah, $6 billion to them. I'm sure they're going to abide by that humanitarian trade only um but uh do i think the americans should come home yeah but you know what there's a way to put pressure on these foreign nations to get your people home uh instead of doing things like trading you know the 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 <laughs> the biggest arms smuggler on the globe back to russia uh in in, in exchange for Brittany griner there's better ways to do these things, but when you don't have any intestinal fortitude or testicular strength, you know, Joe Biden's already demonstrated. Listen, he made a debacle out of getting out of Afghanistan. What do you think prompted Vladimir Putin to go into Ukraine? He knew that Joe Biden wasn't going to do shit, especially when Joe Biden said, oh, a minor encroachment into that territory is not going to be a big deal. He doesn't have any balls. And then you got Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, who I do appreciate Ron DeSantis calling her uh, impeachment insurance, impeachment defense is what he called her, uh, because you don't want to get rid of Joe, although they're about to get, they're going to do something to Joe. They're going to make it where he's not running. Whatever happens, whether it's this impeachment deal or, or whatever, they're going to make sure Joe, Joe ain't running in 24. Guarantee it. Ain't happening. But Kamala Harris was on CBS, and he kept asking her about... Um, he says, what is it, the, the host said, uh, what is it you believe? What week of pregnancy should abortion access be cut off? And um, she kept answering this five times with the same answer. She said, uh, the protections of Roe v. Wade need to be restored. That was her answer. Uh, but we don't know what she meant by that. Uh the host said, uh, well, Roe v. Wade was nebulous because it drew a line at fetal viability, but the White House has endorsed Women's Health Protection Act, which permits abortion beyond fetal viability uh, when a provider determines the pregnancy risks the patient's life or health. Uh, and she said, we need to put back in the protections uh, that are in Roe v. Wade. Uh, she kept doubling down on that. Actually, she quintupled down on it. She said it five times. That was her answer. It's almost like they don't want to say that they believe that after a point of viability that a baby 
should still be murdered. They don't want to say those words out loud. And the vice president of the United States cannot even define what the so-called protections of Roe v. Wade were. But she wants them codified into law by Congress. That was her point. But yet she can't define what those protections are continually. You know, the, the interviewer, he kept saying, well, what, 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 you know, in specific terms, uh, what does that mean? What week of pregnancy? Well, we need to put back in place the protections of Roe v. Wade. She is an absolute moron. Absolute moron. She can't even dance. And then the view. I know y'all hate the view. I hate the view. We all hate the view. But you need to see the pablum that comes out, the cud that gets chewed on this garbage for daytime television. And you need to see what they say, because this is their logic, right? This is the stupidity of the average American out there that's mindless and nutless and can't critically think. Play clip number seven. You know what what kind of... Uh, it's still strange to me. Why <laughs> is Kamala so dangerous? <laughs> right? That's why do you think I she's don't so dangerous? Know, Whoopi. That's kind of offensive to me. And the other thing is she's unprepared. Kamala Harris, uh, by the way, was the first woman elected DA of San Francisco, the first woman to be attorney general of California. She's the first female vice president. She's been on the job doing a damn good job. Hmm? And I am so tired of people questioning her qualifications. The woman is ready to lead if if she needs to lead. But I don't think Joe Biden's going anywhere because I see him on his bike in Delaware. I can't bike that much. And I mean, he's 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 fit. And let's compare the Republican candidate who eats cheeseburgers and throws spaghetti at the wall. I mean, is, is he prepared? And he's indicted he prepared? in four jurisdictions, people. Yeah. 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 Uh, don't understand why Kamala. I mean, it's because she's black. We don't like her because she's black. That, that's the deal. I mean, that's what Sonny's getting at, right? I don't like her because she's half Indian. Yeah, I don't know what she is. I think she's technically Jamaican. She's Jamaican. Yeah. She's Jamaican. She's Indian. She's black when she needs to be. Yeah. Till it's time to dance. She's black whenever there's hip-hop artists around. Yeah. Nailed it. There it is. Look at that fupa. <laughs> Ugh. People are like, what's a fupa? It's a fatty upper pussy area. <laughs> she looks like she's about to go on for. a cruise. It's that big hump right there. Oh, my God, you're fat shaming. Yeah. Just so we're clear, yeah. That's the, like the nicest thing we could shame Kamala Harris for. I mean, there's a lot of things to be ashamed of. Yeah. Um, and and no, my body's not perfect either. For those of you who are worried about it, it's getting there. Now, I guess the real question is: do they do they let do they let her have six months as president? I, you know, Brandon, I I think. Part of me thinks. Part of me thinks they have to, or, or they they go ahead and say let the impeachment thing go through. I you know I don't see Joe getting impeached to the point of being out of office. No, I don't. I don't it. see that happening. But I think it can do enough damage that they say, okay, he's not going to run again. Yeah, not going to run again, unless unless they're sitting on a real smoking gun. That is just undeniable. Because right now, I mean, they're saying, I mean, to me, all the evidence is there. Yeah. All the evidence is there. But unless they're sitting on something where it's like, there's Joe endorsing a check and turning it in at Wells Fargo. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and on the front of it, it's got, you know, Poroshenko, you know, (laughs) on the front of it, had signed the check. I don't know. But um, 
Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that she serves any time as because, because I, I don't think the Democratic Party likes her either. Yeah, I mean, you want to. Sonny Hostin wants to say, why is Kamala so unpopular? She's ready to lead. Well, the Democratic primaries did not think so. When she was out, the very first one out of the primaries with less less than 1% of popularity. So I don't know. Ask your own people. Ask your own people. And the word is FUPA for those of you accusing me of fat shaming. Uh, Lighten up, people. Make fun of yourself a little bit. Hey, uh, I talk to you all the time about liver, liver, liver health formula. It's a great supplement. Uh, they've sold over 2 million bottles of that stuff. It's popular. You know why? Because it works. And uh, people are waking up to the fact that the American Liver Foundation has revealed that 100 million Americans have a fatty liver. So it's not surprising many folks are searching for help. We must be fat shaming again. Talking about that fatty liver. Oh, biology and stuff. People nowadays, listen, you throw everything at your liver, the GMOs, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes, you name it. That's why so many of us have a sluggish, fatty liver. But, you know, makes us gain weight, feel tired all the time. For decades, your liver has helped you. It performs over 500 key functions every day. Help your liver. Liver Health Formula will do that. It's an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Listeners of my show can take advantage of their special offer. Try Liver Health Formula. Get a free bottle of Omega-3 to help keep your heart healthy as well. Join their customer list by visiting getliverhelp.com slash chad. Claim the free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com slash chad. We'll be right back. Hey, while I got you, don't let me forget to tell you. Uh, next week, I'll be in uh, Mills, Wyoming, and uh, Leeds, South Dakota. Doing shows, baby. Doing shows. Ends of the earth, I'm headed up there. That beautiful country up there, by the way. And uh, so will be hanging out up there in Wyoming and South Dakota. Get your tickets, watchchad.com. All right, Kevin McCarthy says, we're going to get Biden. Too much stuff, too much stuff. We got to go get him. There's too much evidence out there. We have just uncovered too many things. It is time to go to the next level with this deal. Here is what Speaker McCarthy had to say. Bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, Despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. It's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan. All right. So let me tell you what that means. You know what it means. But let me let me give you let me pontificate for a minute. Um, 
you know, for those of you who hear the uh, idea that, oh, we're about to, you know, start a, an impeachment trial against Biden. That's not what that means. It is an official inquiry. All right. Which means now it's going to give them a little more authority to dig deeper to get the answers to the questions they have. Now they can uncover some more, you know, maybe some more evidence. They can uh, just dig a little bit further into the thing because now this is an official inquiry. So will they do anything with it? That's why in the last segment I said they, they're going to have to come up with some kind of a smoking gun before they go to the next step. Now, this is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats would be knee deep in an impeachment trial already. They would already be doing it. Republicans are going to pussyfoot around because, again, they claim to be the party of law and order. They won't, don't want to jump into anything too quick and thrust the, thrust the country into, you know, some kind of turmoil. I mean, the Democrats had no problem thrusting the country into turmoil two different times in the impeachment of Donald Trump. And here we are. I say let the loose end drag, man. Root hog or die. Let's go get that motherfucker. So that, that's, that's my law and order right there. And those of you who don't like it, don't send me any messages about my language because I really don't care. I don't care at this point. Um, it, it pisses me off to no end that we're going to continue to play these games. You know good and well the corruption that exists between Joe Biden and Ukraine. Everybody in America knows it. You know there's not a single Twitter re-re out there that wants to promote Joe Biden because they're getting paid to do so. And every one of them, them every one of them out there who do so are getting paid to do it because nobody supports or promotes Joe Biden of their own volition. Nobody does it on their own free will or their good natured charity. Nobody does that. They're getting paid to do it. So all the Twitter re-re's out there, you know good and well Hunter Biden had no right whatsoever, no skill, no experience, no talent, no ability to be on the board of Burisma. No way. He had it because his father was vice president. Period. End of story. Put a seal on it. Bam. There's the period. Exclamation point. Done. You know it. Peddled influence. So we should be at least ankle deep in an impeachment trial at this point. And I, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe as Ron DeSantis said, <coughs> Kamala Harris is the, in, she's the, uh, you know, she's the defense against impeachment. She is the, uh, she's the thing that's scaring them off. But uh, here we go. Here we go. Ah, hey, let's do some more fat shaming. Do some more fat shaming. I don't know if you guys know it. There was a guy on there talking about, oh, stop all this age nonsense. And they posted a picture of Joe and Jill walking down the streets of Washington, D.C. And, uh, <laughs> and they were carrying all these cups of coffee. I was like, why they got so much liquid? I mean, like, well, they were both. Joe had a bottle of water and a coffee cup. Jill had two cups of coffee. And they're walking in all this heavy coats and stuff like that. It's cold outside. I'm like, this isn't a current picture. He's like, see, they're young, they're healthy, they're fit, they're stylish, they're ready to go. Yeah, it was a picture from 2017. Yeah, it was almost a seven-year-old picture of them, um, you know, back when Joe was 75, 76, um, whatever he is. But let's fat shame some more. Uh, play, totally flipping the script here, play clip number three. Tinky Winky. Smith, uh, he's a freak. Can't you can't convince me we aren't all dead and this is hell? 
Yeah, we're plugged into plugged into the wrong matrix, dude. Yeah, I just everybody just needs to know we probably all made some poor life decisions and we've been left behind. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. He's also dressed like the temple on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional, but that's exactly what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, he's got Teletubbies boots on, which Just, I'm like, I don't know what level of pedophilia you're involved in here, but right? there's, a, there's a level. Yeah. Some, someone needs to check a hard drive. And yeah, it's a kid yeah, there's eating a level. an apple. Like, I, I don't even know what to describe is going on. Yeah, that, that's, that's a lot happening right there. Yeah. Anyway, he looks like he's lost a little weight, actually. I'll give him some credit. I guess. He's one of those ones where if you do, like, the before from, like, 2015, mm. and then, like, now, it's just like, oh, he really really, really let, let himself it, go. Like, let he was it go. A, he looked perfectly fine before, had the same pop star look, and now it's just like, I guess all the pop stars have to be gross and fat. Yeah. Got it. It's the Lizzo, it's the Lizzo yeah, effect. Yeah, gay, too. They all be gay, gross, and fat. I don't know when that became the aesthetic, but I guess that's it. I'm not going to be gay to be famous. I, I, what about I, fat? Would you get fat to be famous? No, I don't want to be fat to be famous. I've already <laughs> been fat. Didn't get me famous. I, I don't, I don't want to do any of that stuff. I want my pants to fit. Like, like at my age, I'm more interested in, the, in just the comfort. And, uh, you know, I'm squeamish at the idea of giving myself a fleet cinema, and that little needle's real, that's small going in your ass. That's a skinny needle, a skinny little tube. I, I can't imagine. Ugh. Ugh. No way. I, I don't think people are designed to be famous anyway. I don't think you're supposed to be famous. Like, I don't believe the human, human life, human soul, the mind, the brain, the heart, the emotions are supposed to be famous. I, I don't think that... We're created. We're not created to handle that stuff. That's why so many, especially child stars, their lives just fall apart. Oh, uh, anyway, there it is. There it is. Um, I'll get into that in the next segment. Um, yeah. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, we've been talking about uh, relief factor for a long time. The reason all of the folks here at the Blaze love relief relief factors, they brought it to us a long time ago when they were just beginning. They tested it in, in, in the marketplace around their own hometown of Seattle, and they found out that it worked. And so they brought it to the blaze. Glenn fell in love with it. We've all fallen in love with it. We've all used it. And uh, the cool thing about Relief Factor is it's an all-natural alternative to pain medications. And it will help keep your inflammation markers in check. Because inflammation... It's not only the chief cause of pain in your body, but it's also a factor in many other diseases. Relief Factor does a great job of keeping those inflammation markers in check. Hundreds of thousands of people order Relief Factor every month. Pretty much 70% of them reorder it after they try it because it works for them. Now, you can order a trial pack for only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. And I believe it probably will. So just go to relieffactor.com to order it. You can call them on the phone if you want to do that. If you're missing a friend, you just need to talk to somebody, call them. 800, the number four relief, 804 relief, or go to Relief Factor and feel the difference. We'll be right back. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What is going to happen? What will happen to Joe Biden? Wow. Uh, it's interesting stuff. You know, um, New Mexico, we talked about this a little bit. We alluded to it yesterday with Mark Jones on the show. We talked about it on the news and why it matters. You know, the New, New, New Mexico governor came out there and she was like, screw the Constitution, screw your rights. Um, we don't care. We know that criminals are going to still have their guns, but we're not going to let anybody in New Mexico have their guns, be able to conceal or open carry their guns to protect themselves in New Mexico for at least 30 days. 
Um, and there's the sheriff, like he just said, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, you know, the sheriffs, you got to remember sheriff is to be the sheriff is one of the most powerful roles that you can play in elected office because they're not appointed. They're not hired. They're not promoted. The sheriff is elected. That's a duly elected office. They have a lot of authority to represent the people who put them in that office. And uh, something to be said for that. It doesn't work. It's not like the chief of police, right? The sheriff has some pretty powerful uh, authority there. Uh, here's what this particular sheriff said on uh, this gun decree. Play clip number 10, please. Let me be clear. I hold my standards high and I do not or never will hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. I mean, you got to love it. And that's what you're going to see more and more happening. We need more and more sheriffs stepping up when these governors who are power hungry on their own, uh, you know, talking about fame. I mean, these, these people, it goes right to their head. They love the notoriety. They love the microphones in their face. They love the lights. They love the cameras. They love the sound of their own voice. And they love the fact that they can wield power over people and tell them what to do. We saw it during the pandemic. We saw it during the lockdowns. We saw it during the mandates, the emergency measures, all the crap. They love this stuff. And uh, they're garbage humans many times. We saw it with, uh, you know, what's his name? Governor Cuomo in New York. We see it with Gavin Newsom in um, California. And these guys, man, I'll tell you. Uh, it's absolutely disgusting what they're willing to do to just shit on the Constitution. You know, you got a California. Uh, California's now passed a bill requiring parents to affirm their child's gender transition. Um, that's garbage. So now they're going to start putting parents in jail if you don't play along with your kid's fantasy. Um, Governor Gavin Newsom. He's expected to sign the bill into law. A parent who does not go along with their child's perceived gender identity could be guilty of failing to provide their child with sufficient health, safety, and welfare. It could result in the parent losing custody of their child. Uh, the ramifications, the consequential ramifications of this are tragic. This was written by Lori Wilson, who is an assembly member whose own child identifies as transgender, wrote the bill, introduced it on February 14th. Uh, bill was supported by Scott Weiner, that's a state senator who's also a pedophile, allegedly. Hang on, I got to sneeze. I said Weiner, <coughs> and I have to sneeze. Uh, I had to get that out of my mouth. Uh, but that was uh, Weiner who amended the bill on June 6th, saying that a judge would need to consider if a child experienced gender dysphoria was actively being affirmed by their parents. Um, they pointed out that gender affirmation is not sufficiently defined by the bill, which raises concern about how the potential law could be used against parents. Uh, this is tyranny, folks. There's no other way around it. 
Journalist Greg Price jumped on X and reported that Wilson previously said about parents affirming their child's perceived transition that parents affirm their children. Typically, it happens when their gender identity matches their biological gender. But when it doesn't, the affirmation starts to wane. Our duty as parents is to affirm our children. Uh, Elon Musk commented on that post and said, this must be stopped. A lot of families and companies will leave the state to avoid risking their children being sterilized by the government. All right. Commented on a separate post Musk did, uh, suggesting the new law is a wolf in sheep's clothing. What it actually means is that if you disagree with the other parent about sterilizing your child, you lose custody. Utter madness. So um, you're going to start penalizing parents under the California Penal Code, prompting some to speculate that that bill could result in the parents being charged for child neglect or abuse for not actively participating in their child's perceived transgenderism. Get the hell out of California, people. What are you thinking? Wow. Get out. Ah, I mean, what's next? What is next? They're going to line them up. They're going to start lining kids up at the clinics, bringing them in, give them a shot, give them some hormones, give them some blockers, chop some stuff off. It's insane, man. And you're going to sit there and continue to condone that? See, this is what I'm saying. I like to point out what's going on in the world. We want to mock it. We want to ridicule it. But, guys, I'm pointing it out, not so you can just see all the bad, bleak stuff and say, oh, it's hopeless. No. I want you to think critically about how to do something about this nonsense. California needs to be Bud Lighted. For lack of better terms, biggest economy in, in the United States is California, but it needs to be Bud Lighted. Anheuser-Busch, if, if I'd have told you five years ago that Anheuser-Busch is going to pull a marketing ploy with Bud Light and it is going to deplete them as a brand, you would have laughed at me. You would have said, no way, they're too big. And, and we don't know. Maybe they are too big, but they damn sure have taken a big old hit. So uh, if I'd have told you that five years ago and I said, they're going to do one promotional can, send it to a social media influencer. He's going to make a video about it and it's going to destroy their company. You'd have laughed at me. You don't think we could do that to the biggest economy in the United States there in California? I'm telling you. Those of you with any common sense, any values, any decency, any sense up here, you start pulling out of California, watch what happens. Watch what happens. All right, we'll be right back. You know that sheriff there in New Mexico, that, what is that, Bernalillo County? Bernalillo County, whatever. That's Albuquerque. That's, that's, which, that's the place she, kind of place she was targeting, right? Um. Albuquerque's got some nefarious nature there, too. I mean, it, there's some... They made a whole show about it, Breaking Bad. You know. Um, it, a lot goes on in, in Albuquerque. It's so, I mean, that was one of the specific places she's targeting on that deal. Uh, real quick, play clip number one, guys. Real quick, play it. This was last night, Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers. This is basically the last play Aaron Rodgers is going to ever play. We didn't know that. But a patriotic moment on 9-11. This is how you come into a football stadium, no doubt about it. You know, if the NFL would adopt this kind of policy right here and consistently do that, they might win some fans back. Uh, great display. Um, and then, of course, four plays later, and Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. Uh, they did, HBO did training camp. I mean, all they talked about is Aaron Rodgers. Sad to see. I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I like him as a human being. Uh, what I know of him, and 
he's out for the season. So that's that's sad. Sad. I was looking forward to uh, him playing the Cowboys this weekend and seeing how that was going to turn out. Uh, and no, I'm not a fan of the NFL, but I do live in this country and I live on this planet and I see what's going on. <laughs> It's the way it is. Hey, watch Chad.com where the fun stuff is. Don't forget Kansas City this weekend. Sign up for the Blaze. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.